Hello and welcome to Meanwhile in the Falklands, the podcast from FITV. It's a little bit of a behind the scenes look and I'm here with someone who's not been on the podcast for a while. I'm back! Woo! And Hello, I'm gesticulating as well. I don't know what I'm gesticulating at you, Johnny. You've worked with me for a full week. but I have seen you for the last week, Hannah. Yeah, that is true. But yeah, welcome back, Hannah. How you? Thank you very much. You're back in the swing of things now? It's well... You had a bit of a delayed sort of re-entry to the Falklands, didn't you? Yeah, so initially I was only supposed to quarantine for five days, but then I got pinged um, as such because I was sat near someone who tested positive, which then meant my quarantine was extended to ten days. So that actually was a little bit difficult because I was so excited to get back into the swing of things. Obviously so excited to back to work, yeah. yeah. Um, And then it was delayed, so it just meant that you and Tyrone were left on your own for a week, which I felt terrible about, obviously. Yeah, when we got the call through, I was a bit like, oh, okay. And it's like yeah, it's going to be just the two of us. Two, but Two of you on your Todd. But actually, you guys managed to pull it out the bag. Yeah, I no, I think it was all right. I mean, we did, we did. unfortunately, if you are a, an avid listener of the podcast, we did miss the Me Wines and the Falcons podcast, but that's because we were just rushing around and, and hopefully you'll let us off because it was, was only the two of us. Um, yeah. But we're back, we're back this week and, and we'll, we'll fill you in on what happened really. Um, yeah. Because it was a busy week whilst you were in quarantine and it's been a busy week this week as well. Yeah, um, yeah. it's been a, a funny week for me. I found getting back into the swing of being at work is strange because obviously I've been away for six weeks, come back, quarantined for 10 days and then gone from that to right straight back into work. What's been going on, trying to get up to date with things. Um, and get back in the loop if, as such. Um, but how was your holiday anyway? Oh, it was good. It was good. All the Well, most of the restrictions have lifted in the UK at the moment, so yeah. it was quite nice Like you could actually do things. Because the, the last time I was back in December, it was full lockdown. Mm. Um, so it was, it was nice to be back and actually... What's the comparison like from, from going from full lockdown experiences to... Well, full lockdown, I didn't see any of my friends all the time. Yeah. Do you know, whereas this time around, I was able to see friends. I would see my nan. Um, actually go to the pub. Yeah, so good. It was good. It was it was nice. And also, I was really lucky when the, one of the first couple of weeks I was down there, I had the heat wave. I caught the heat wave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the that, little well, three week, two when week. When that heat was wave. happening, oh, I, 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 we couldn't believe it. Mm. I was just looking at pictures and stuff and videos of everyone. And I was just, oh my god. Yeah. The double back to back winter was really hitting hard for me then yeah. when I was seeing everyone. <laughs> Uh, just getting tanned up. Yeah, no, it, it, it was nice. We were um, lucky enough to go down to Devon for a bit um, to Hope Cove, which is a really pretty little seasidey town. And actually, we managed to go just before the kids broke up for the holidays, so it was it was nice. You know, it wasn't super busy. Yeah, you caught a um, bit of a. So we caught the best bit. Of a low heat, season. Of the heat. Um, Very yeah, nice. No, I enjoyed it, and we also got to get to do a couple of events. So, like, we went to. Hampton Court Flower Show, if any of the listeners know about that, uh, and Goodwood um, Festival of Speed, because they were trialling, at that point they were trialling events. Um, with crowds and stuff. With yeah. COVID. So uh, like yeah. you got like a special pass if you, obviously I've, I've been double vaxxed, which was all right, but you got this special pass and you could go in. So yeah. it was almost like back to normal. Yeah, very nice. I've, on, on, on what that what was, were you guys doing? I was uh, going to say, how was it? Uh... We were working hard, obviously. Um, <laughs> I was expecting to come back and FITV Towers to be burnt down to the ground. <laughs> yeah, no, we nearly got to that point. No, it, I mean, it feels like, obviously now you've been back for a week, so it feels like it normal, feels like a century. but it, yeah. did, it, did, it did feel like, <laughs> it did feel like you've been away for ages. Um, mm. And I mean, yeah, obviously you, you come back now and it feels normal, but 
Yeah, it's it's hard to when you try you try and look back and you kind of take every every week by week, and then yeah. it just the time just goes so yeah. quickly. That's what I find with this with this job and being here in the Falklands. But um, but I no, think, it's all good. I think it's because we're busy. Do you know? Yeah. There's, every day for us is different, um, and especially here, and especially this week. Yeah. Prime, there's a couple of prime examples that we we'll, we'll talk about later on in the podcast. That's um, it. But every day is different. Do you know? So and you pack quite a lot into your day. Yeah, that's um, right. Well, I can I can sort of fill you in on on the week that yeah, we had. Yeah, tell us about the, the week that you guys had. Whilst well, so I was knitting and yeah, uh, watching films and just chillaxing <laughs> at home. Yeah, what were you guys that, up to? Well, there were a few things that on that weekend. I think the weekend you were meant to come out, um, it was quite busy actually. We, we were I was playing in the in the badminton nationals, Ooh. which according to Ollie, apparently that's the first time anyone from FITV's competed in the tournament. But I don't know. I don't know about that. Yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> Ollie has said that uh, on record. So, but yeah, and that went well. That was good. Um, I had no sort of hope of actually I was gonna say, winning where did anything. You come? Uh, I, I don't know where I came in the singles. I would. I wouldn't. Have, it was weird because if you if you lost your first round, then you kind of went into a consolation mm. draw. So I lost my singles and then won sort of a consolation match, but then lost again runner-up winner no no I can't, I, don't, I can't even count myself as that if I'm honest um but like, I, I think I played something like six games including doubles as well mm. and ended up coming fourth in the doubles which I was quite that's happy with yeah, yeah out happy of with. four <laughs> <laughs> yeah I've not that many more <laughs> but no it was, it was good fun um and that was over two days so I was but the, the second day I only played one game and was just kind of watching yeah all the good players um Basically competing. You had another thing on that weekend as well to do with vaccinations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was uh, in on the Sunday morning. Um, there's just been a big batch of vaccinations. If if you've been watching the show, you'd know that um, a big ba- batch of the Oxford AstraZeneca vaccines have come in, and a lot of them have been given to fishermen who are working on the boats mm. in, in the Falklands. So I went down to the uh, the mission and or town hall so lots of the fishermen would be staying in the town hall and then they'd get ferried over to the mission yeah. where they get vaxxed up um so i kind of went to both those sites early on sunday morning it was it was quite an early rise for me i was like oh no sunday morning lion but oh. it was it was really cool to see to be fair because it was if it, it felt quite manic because of the numbers but it was really organized and the hospital were doing a really, really good job of just sort of i think i think it's so good out. that they're using those the surplus to do that do yeah definitely I mean? it, definitely it's a great idea the one thing I noticed actually when I was back in the UK, not not to bring a negative onto it, but um, there's been a bit of um, problems between if you're vaccinated abroad, yeah, and the UK recognising that you mention had, this had your your vaccines, yeah. Um, so I found on the NHS app because every, everyone was using the NHS app in the UK, yeah, and the listener will probably know if you're in the UK, you know what it's like. Um, that your vaccination from, if you had it done here, doesn't come up on your medical records. Mm. Um, which I think they're trying to iron out at the moment, um, it seems. Because I, I know also there were some problems in the UK where they were saying actually different um, vaccinations aren't recognised at all. This is what I mean. Whatsoever. It's, it's all quite... So, it's, even though the card that we all get is the same, do you yeah. know? Yeah, no, that's the thing. It's quite interesting. So you, you had no problems though. How did you get over that? So I didn't. I didn't. I didn't have to prove that I'd been vaccinated. At okay, all. right. Not even going in anywhere because no. I know that they initially they were talking about vaccine no, passports I, for like nightclubs. No, we did because there's stuff. an option for if you go into some of these trial events and stuff, you can do a PCR test, a lateral flow test within 48 hours or 24 hours of the event, and then you record your result on the app. Okay, um, right. But it's interesting. It's an interesting one because obviously 
we've actually received our vaccinations from the UK. Yeah. So you'd think that... Exactly the same batch. Exactly yeah. the same batch. And the batch numbers, you'd think they'd be able to go by the batch number because on that card it says, oh, batch number, da da da, da. Yeah. Um, well, I, I've got... But it's something actually I think maybe we'll, listener will bring you more info on in next week's show um, and we'll, we'll do a bit of journalistic digging and find out what is going on with, with that. Um, yeah, no, it's a good, it's a good, it's a good point. Because I vaccines. think if I've got kind of a bit of a, not a unique issue, mm. I think it's something that is coming up more and more in the UK now because I was, I had my first vaccination in the UK mm. and then I've got, I had obviously my second here when I arrived in the Falklands. Yeah, because you came so, right at the height of kind yeah, of COVID. Yeah, exactly. And, and the only way I, the only reason I got my first in the UK was because they would let me to help protect the Falklands population yeah. um, with the spare and stuff. So, but the problem is at the moment, the UK don't recognise, apparently, if you have been vaccinated in two different countries, mm. then that's an issue as well. It's not, yeah. it's so, but there's people who've been vaccinated in Scotland initially, yeah. had their first vaccination, then they've been vaccinated in England and, and they haven't really cleared up what, whether or not they're recognising that. So yeah. it's something, it's something that I might have an issue with if I do get back to the UK. Yeah. Um, they might not let you back in, Johnny. That'd I know, that's what I mean. <laughs> After quarantine for 14 days in the UK, how, how annoying would that be? But we'll see, it's, it's something I'm kind of keeping my eyes on yeah. as well because I'm sort of directly affected by it. But I'm mm. sure it's probably, it'll be worked out hopefully fairly yeah. soon. Cause it's but not, I think to be mm. honest, with the pro vaccination programme here in the Falklands has been so fantastic. You know, yeah. Well organised. I can not believe how lucky we were in the sense that we managed to get our vaccinations so early mm. compared to the UK. Do you know, we, I had mine March and beginning of May. My parents hadn't been vaccinated at that point and they're yeah. in their 60s. Do you know what I mean? So um, I'm eternally grateful to the uh, healthcare yeah, exactly. um, and it, and system. And it's, it's good to see that it's still that any, any vaccines they, they keep getting, they're, 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 they're still kind using, of, rolling they're it branching out, out yeah. to the fishermen and, and anyone else who's um, eligible, which is really good to see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other, other highlights, I mean, from the week that you you missed us, there were actually two government house receptions. Yes, so, I heard you guys are like social butterflies. Yeah, literally, week. all the all the events seem to fall on on the week where <laughs> there are only two of us, which is uh, classic. But it was funny. I got actually had to get changed in the back of the car <laughs> from my suit into football stuff twice in the leisure centre. Um, People in the, are probably walking past, going, "What on earth is going on yeah, there?" You know? I, I think when you took over the car again, I, was, I had to make sure I didn't, hadn't left any sort of stray socks or anything <laughs> like that in the car um, because it was literally such a quick turnaround from government house, just mm. rushing over, and then I had two football games midweek. Um, so it was all a bit manic. It was it, that's kind of like sums up the week a little what bit. What were the government houses about? So the first one was on Tuesday, and that was about a um, announcement to announce the new student ambassadors, um, oh, junior yeah. ambassadors, yeah. sorry, um, for the Falklands. So this, these would be students who will be who are from the Falklands who are going to be studying in the UK, mm. and they're, as the name suggests, junior ambassadors for the Falklands. So when, whilst they're in the UK, they'll be representatives, yeah. um, and just kind of spreading the message of, of what's happening in the Falklands. That's and, so great. I think that the, the younger yeah. generation will kind of are the best advocates. I think. Yeah, exactly. For the, for the island. It's a scheme that started last year with two. Uh, junior ambassadors and then another three mm. have been announced and had all their training um, in the last few weeks so they're get, all getting ready to go to the I think one was or at that time of last week one was already in the UK getting ready to study and the other two were um, get, get going pretty soon so they all seem really excited yeah. and that was that was a really nice one actually nice to know a bit more about what they had planned because I think yeah. with Covid last year lots of events had been sort of sidelined yeah. so this this coming year will be a bit more exciting for the junior ambassadors, so um, yeah. so that would be good for them. And the second one was with all the firefighters. Yeah. So there were 
I think it was eight new firefighters who... Oh, wow. Was it new recruits again? New recruits. They're doing their recruitment. So they'd, they'd had their three months worth of training and then mm. they'd all they all passed out and it was their sort of awards evening. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was really cool to see that. I and mean, they're all, they were kind of telling us all about what they'd had to go through in the training. And there were loads of, there was a big plasma screen that had all the screenshots of sort of the photos along the way of the training. So it was really cool to see that that they'd added to their ranks and, and the fire service were all celebrating. So a couple of years ago, we did a piece on the new recruits and um, I remember, I think I went and filmed part of their training where they had to do um, like emergency respond, responder stuff with a, a car and like cut yeah. a roof off of the yeah, top of the yeah, car yeah. and get the casualty out and, you know, do all CPR and practice this stuff. It's amazing yeah. what they have to go through. Because, I mean, I don't think... For me, I don't realise, or general Joe Bloggs public, don't realise how many different skills they have to have. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's not just getting, getting a, a hose. hose and hosing down a fire, do you know? It's, no. it's pretty crazy. And even all the... Um, one year, I think we filmed the training they do in the house where they've got all the smoke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they've got the breathing apparatus on. I can't remember the name. There's a special name for the, app for the machine. Damn it. <laughs> but no, they, they have to go and into this house and like rescue casualties and there's all these noises going off and yeah. things. Yeah, um, it, it actually takes, takes cool. me back I, when I was, because I interviewed Ian France who was leading some of the training for yeah. all the new recruits and I was saying to him, it kind of reminds me, I when, when I did DOV uh, back in oh, school yeah. and for my three month skill course, I, with a few mates, we did a firefighter <laughs> course, um, which was which was actually so fun. It was so good. I think we were in year nine or year 10. See, now that wasn't on your CV when you applied for yeah, this job, Yeah, I should, should have, have put, put it on, on should have put it on. Um, but yeah, it was so cool. We had to do stuff like yard drills where you're rolling up the hoses mm. and, and those hoses are seriously Heavy. powerful. Yeah. Like you have to have about four or five people. Really? I mean, yeah. I mean, we were kids at the time, but if I'd, as a little year nine 3D <laughs> like kid, I would have flown up in the air. Um, and we did stuff, yeah, like the like the curtain, curtain car doors and... Yeah. and sort of teamwork exercises. That's pretty cool for Duke of Edinburgh. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. It was really cool. Um, so looking at the photos of, of all these new recruits sort of took me back to that time. And oh. I was, Do you, I was... are, you, are you thinking about a career change? Is that it? <laughs> Johnny, we can't lose another employee. We're short yeah. staffed as it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, not just yet. But it, I mean, a lot of those firefighters, they're just on call, but it's not their full-time job. Mm. It's just, they're just, they're all trained and they're ready to Retain, go. Retained. Re retained, yeah. yeah, that's it. So potentially, I mean, if you, if you give me a bit more time off, maybe. <laughs> I think right now, I think we're busy enough as it is. Um, but I mean, kind of going from that week to this week, it's been busy. It has been a busy week. We've but it's had, been quite hard, hasn't it? Yeah, I mean, we had quite an interesting start to the week. Well, for me, it was trying to get my head around actually being back in work. and what Catching up in the Falklands, yeah. Catching up with the news, catching up with what's actually been going on. Um, but then also, we... Um, had an impromptu visit to uh, Stepping Stones Nursery. Yeah. Which was actually really good fun. It, we went down with um, the sofa and we took the orange blanket and we took some of our big cameras and the mobile phones and did a little session with the kids there on how to film and how to present. Hello, um, hello. If you watch the show this week, you'll be able to see how well it did. Yeah, definitely. It was, it was a really good um, couple of hours. I enjoyed it. I think... How did you find some, it? Some future FITV presenting oh, stars. We definitely found them. So there's lots of talent on the islands. And yeah. I think we're in, the next generation, we're in good hands for FITV-wise. Yes, exactly. No, I, I thought it was really fun. I, my, my job was more outside. So I was helping 
showing basics of using phones and filming um, mm. with a, I think there was about 10 kids at a time, but they were already, they were loving it. Children these days, compared to potentially when I was a child, mm. I probably wouldn't have known my way around how to function Phones a phone and, and, yeah. and video, but it seems that tech savvy, tech savvy, yeah, tech savvy yeah. is the word, and and they were loving it. They were loving the slow motions and the time lapses. I think we're quite lucky with our job. The things that we do, like cameras and phones and stuff, for kids are quite. It's an interesting thing, yeah, you know, yeah, and exactly. Showing them the gimbals that we use, which are like phone stabilizers on a robotic. It looks like a robotic arm, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, it, it, it actually engage, it engages you know? the children. And it's a practical thing. Um, yeah. What we do is a practical, nine times out of ten, a practical job. Because um, I, I think they enjoyed it. I, they looked like they had fun. I didn't see many who seemed bored. It, no. wasn't, it wasn't like I was sort of looking for the clock and waiting yeah. for, for kind of to be rescued. Because yeah. they were all kind of charging around and, and <laughs> wanting to show me what they filmed and stuff like that. So it was, it was funny. Yeah. Um, it, was, it was a good... Um, I think the, the piece that Tyrone kind of put together from... From what oh, from really our visit, it, it's, it's, it's really entertaining. Yeah, so it's you nice. have to watch the show this week. Yeah, it's a nice um, start to the to the second half. Website, yeah, um, but kind of in more serious, newsworthy things. Uh, an election has been confirmed. Yes, that's exciting. exciting which is exciting because that's the, that'll be the, for you the first time you've covered an election in the Falklands. Yeah, definitely. And for definitely. me, it'll be the first time I've covered an election in the Falklands too. Yeah. So it's, um, it's learning for all of us. Interesting. I'm really excited to see who the candidates are when they announce the candidates and what their kind of manifestos are and things. It's yeah, quite, yeah. Well, this is the thing because it's just it's that's why I find it so interesting the whole process because everyone. Everyone's an independent, aren't mm. they? It's not like the UK where you've got party allegiance and yeah. you just go on the party manifesto. So, I mean, I imagine manifestos can just vary depending on what what, who, what message in. they want to put yeah. out and what yeah. And, yeah and what they're interested in. Yeah. So, it should be cool. I and mean, we were actually having we were having a kind of a prep meeting about how we're going to do how the on election. How to cover it? Yes, yeah. this is one of before the, it got announced. That was yeah. It, this is one of those things that that takes a lot of planning. I think in previous years, FITV have covered the elections live. Mm. Um, now at the moment we pre obviously we pre-record our show if you listen or if you watch our show you know it's pre-recorded um, but hopefully we'll be able to do it live again um, which should be quite good um, but then it's just the technicalities of actually how do we do that yeah. um, it's not as though we're in the UK internet's not super fast it's not an easy thing to do and it's bringing all the camera gear down to the town hall setting up prepping it thinking about the format yeah. And how we're gonna do it? So it'd be cool. I'm, watch this space. Yeah, exactly. I'm excited to kind of just start organising stuff and planning for it because mm. I think it will be really interesting to see how it all actually works down here. Because yeah. I, I, I have covered an election in the UK yeah. um, for a radio station yeah. before, and that was. Johnny will be, be our uh, election correspondent. No, I mean, I, I, correspondent I, fortunately, the, uh, fortunately, I had a lot of help with election. other people who were there at the time. Yeah. But that was really, I, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. That was one of those things where it goes into the night and you're waiting for, mm. for the result to be yeah. to be actually announced. But that was really exciting. So I'm, I'm, I know I, when we talked to Richard, I know it's a bit of an earlier finish here. Yes, it obviously will less finish votes. at a reasonable time, <laughs> so we will actually be able to be tucked up in bed. I think there's, only, there's only a few thousand votes, aren't yeah. there? So. Which is actually really interesting how many people are actually eligible to vote yeah. that and live the in the Falklands. As well. yeah. yeah, and the, and the turnout, because obviously, with, with there being lots of contractors who live here, mm. you don't have. They're not eligible to vote. Yeah, you don't have the right to vote. vote. It would just be interesting to see actually how many numbers of votes you, you actually need yeah. as an MLA to, 
to actually yeah. get in and and become an MLA because it's not like it's not like the UK where you need thousands and thousands yeah. and you get twenty thousand votes and you don't actually become an MP. So yeah. interesting. Watch this space. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. So we'll do lots of planning for that. Um, another thing we're planning for is Falcons Forty. Yes, as well. big, big fortieth anniversary um, next year of the nineteen eighty two. Falklands War. Yeah. So, um, I know you're kind of taking the reins yeah, on two big projects. There's a lot of events um, that are being planned in the, both in the UK and here yeah. for um, the Falklands 40. It's still in the early stages, um, yeah. so I can't say too much because they're only just finalising stuff and what they're going to do. Um, but it's a big event, and we've also got a lot of people, international television crews and things, yeah. to come down and international media. Um, coming down. And, and veterans, I assume. And veterans are hoping to come down too. So. Because travel restrictions are pretty easy for the Falcons. Yeah. I mean, obviously, there's still quarantine measures in place, yeah. but you would imagine that. I it's don't a know. Lot... By then, I don't know. Maybe, fingers crossed, the quarantine measures might be lifted. But even Who so, knows? I mean, it's, yeah. with the with the test to release program, it's not mm. too bad yeah. here at the moment with it with, with us being on the green list from the UK. So, fingers crossed, as many yeah. people will, will be able to get down here as possible. But I think that's exciting because it. it those, those kind of things, I mean, people have been planning, I know when I speak to military personnel, advanced, they've yeah. been planning, I mean, way before mm. even liberation this year. So yeah. um, lots of big things to sort of on the watch, horizon. Watch out for that, yeah. yeah. And also next year, another big event that will be coming up is the Commonwealth Games. Yeah, yeah, That'll yeah. That'll be yeah, in yeah. Um, Birmingham. Birmingham, yeah. Of in glam places, glamorous like, Birmingham. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not, yeah, not going to rant too much, but the last Commonwealth Games was in uh, the Gold Coast. <laughs> so we ended up with Birmingham, <laughs> but that should be that should be good fun. Yeah, um, Steve, our financial director, he yeah. he got himself a ticket to the Gold Coast, yes. didn't he? I don't <laughs> he think did. I don't think he's he's even planning on getting to Birmingham. Wow, well, <laughs> even well, yeah. I think he's from Wolves, isn't he? So yeah. I don't think he even needs to see the sights of Birmingham. It's probably pretty. But that that would be quite exciting. I've actually got a um, media briefing lined up at the end of the month this oh, month nice. to so I can kind of suss what we're going to do and plan it all out a bit better. Um, that's got me excited because obviously the Olympics just just gone yeah. and Paralympics on, on at the moment and it's just being at one of those events, yeah. sort of the whole, I mean, I know you've done Island Games before yeah. and when you tell me about them, yeah. they sound tiring but sound it's, so honestly, exciting it's as really well. good and especially because we've had a, a year of COVID where we haven't been able to do a lot of things and they've been postponed, Island Games were postponed. Um, it's nice that the Commonwealth Games is actually going on. Yeah, definitely. So it should be good. I think we'll finish on just one nice story. Uh, we're covering everything here. Yeah. In, this, in this podcast, everything's been covered. Yeah, it has. <laughs> and kind of on the sporty theme, mm. um, there is actually a, a new facility that's being yes, built for the exciting. first time ever in Stanley. Yeah. I'm Now, I'm not much of a cricketer, and I don't really know that much about cricket, but it's the first pitcher, full full size cricket pitch they're gonna ever have in Stanley Stanley. yeah in Stanley so at the moment the cricket uh cricketers and in the Falklands and Stanley the cricket Mm. association they play down at MPA there's a pitch at MPA um so they have to travel a fair fair amount of time to get there for an outdoor game but they've had planning permission confirmed this week so they're they're literally already going with the diggers and they're they're building this this new pitch for the summer Johnny what do you need to build a cricket pitch because it's it's grass it's all grass isn't it it's not like it's on special um yeah so do you know asphalt or whatever no it's just it's just it'll usually be a grass grass pitch and then they have the the middle is called a wicket which I don't actually it's usually more it's harder this is where you actually bowl and bat 
Um, and I don't know what. How do you I know don't, this stuff? I mean, I, I've, I've, I know cricket a bit, yeah. but I, I don't know what goes into actually being a groundsman on a ground. So wait, the, the middle bit of the cricket pitch is harder ground. It, I, it just seems like there's, there's not as much. There's not, no grass on it really. Yeah. So it's harder. So you got the, the ball will bounce and it'll, yeah. and it'll be flattened down so they roll it and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but you get different wickets. That's what makes cricket in different countries different. Yeah. Though because the ball will be bounce higher or, or spin more yeah. on the wicket. Um, but here in the Falklands. They have a concrete wicket down at MPA, and then they put a carpet over it. So it's not it's not the usual type, yeah. but I think that's just the way that it has to be built here because of the, I'm guessing the ground and the maintenance yeah. of of the ground staff. That's the only way to do it. That's what they have at MPA, and that's what Jacko, who's the chairman of the cricket yeah. station, is saying they're going to be building in Stanley. Yeah. Um, but it will still be, if if it's in the right size, so the, the cricket has to be a certain size to be internationally mm. recognised, then it will be internationally recognised, and they can play international matches on it that's so, so cool so that'd be really yeah. cool so that's their plan and hopefully they're just saying hopefully the grass will grow back in time for summer and then i mean even even if it doesn't even if it's a little bit of a harder outfield yeah. then they'll still be playing some games in Stanley that's, that's for the first time cool. i was going to say to the listener have you noticed over the past couple of weeks since uh catherine and i have gone and the girls have gone out the podcast the, uh, the podcasts have been getting very sporty. They have been, they have been. So I'm hoping that, so that our it, sports fans are, are like enjoying it. I have toned it back this week, but I thought that's a nice story. Yeah. <laughs> that's not, not about me playing football or, or Ollie or Tyrone. So it's more just a general <laughs> actual story in the, in the Falcons. And a nice, a nice way to finish, Yeah, I think. no, that is, that is pretty cool. Good stuff. Well, I think that probably brings us to the end of yeah. the podcast. But it's been nice to catch up and, and nice to have you and back on it's the... It's nice to be back. Yeah, exactly. Finally. It's nice to see you in the office and hear you. I know that oh, gosh. You're, you're a loud presence in the office, so everyone knows that you're back. Even I was going to say, that's you. the funny thing. Was it uh, dead dead silent when I'd left? I think it was, sudden, yeah. Because Steve is also away, who is also another loud mouth. I'm allowed yeah. to say that. Steve, if you're listening, sorry, <laughs> apologies. But two, two big, big mouthed. Yeah, no, it has, it has been, I'd say it's been quiet and peaceful and really easy to focus. <laughs> and it's focus. come back with a bang. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But no, it's, it's good to see you back. And um, yeah, lots, lots, lots going on. So yeah. just get ready to have a nice weekend and then get stuck into next week. Yes. Um, but if you want to catch the show, it's on in all the usual places. Yeah, you can watch it online at fitv.co.fk or you can catch it on KTV if you're in the Falklands. That's right. And podcasts obviously you're here so you're listening to on soundcloud we've got our news roundup yes that's just well. gone up hasn't it yeah news roundup for this so if week if you're interested in what's been going on this week exactly listen to that. to that on the go if you walk up going on a walk or doing yeah. your washing that kind of thing <laughs> um and then i think that's it have yeah. i forgot anything Hannah? i don't think you have brilliant no, it. it's all good you're hosting yes. this love really well thank you i i always find it hard to remember the the final details at the end but no brilliant no, and good. um we'll see you next week yes see you then